when it was said and done, I, I went through four years of studying, um, four years of telling people off and, you know, not doing anything on the weekend, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I did do some things, but it's just, you know, when you, when you get to that point, it, it's kind of like the point of no return. Like, I got to get this done or else. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the CPA Exam Experience Podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Mitch. So Mitch has a really relatable story. He was always disciplined, did good in school. When it came time to do the CPA exams, he got his review course and just assumed that, okay, I'm going to put in the time, work through each lesson, do the practice problems, and it'll be a lot of hard work, but that's what you do, and then I'll just pass these exams. And it just didn't work out that way. He was putting in the work, being very dedicated to the point that he, I mean, he worked full time in accounting, but he was also a football coach on the side. And so after a couple years, he decided, okay, this has to be the year. So he actually had to quit his job as a football coach to focus on the CPA exams. Somewhere around that time, saw one of the super fast CPA YouTube ads about our free study trainings. He watched one of the trainings, had a few light bulbs go off that how he could improve his own process. And uh, as you'll hear in the interview as to what those specifics were, that kind of helped him finally bridge the gap and, and make the difference. And so, you know, it's something I say all the time. These exams, they are not just a matter of raw intelligence, but at the same time, it's also not a matter of just putting in a ton of study time there has to be this aspect of strategic improvement or just strategy in general in your study approach, in your daily process. And so on that note, before we get into the interview with Mitch, our free study training webinars, that's the first thing that Mitch saw and pretty much anyone you've heard on these interviews. So these free one hour webinars, we go through the six key ingredients of any successful CPA study process. So no matter what review course you're using, you apply these strategies. And if you're doing all six throughout your process, it's honestly hard to go wrong. So these trainings are free. They take one hour. It's a webinar format. The link to those trainings will be down in the description of this video or in the episode description if you're just listening to the podcast version of this. And so with that out of the way, let's get into the interview with Mitch. Yeah, I periodically go on and see a few success stories. Yeah, and they're pretty motivating. Like, okay. they, if if you're someone who is just starting out or has uh, currently in the process right now of like studying for the CPA, yeah, um, it's it's motivating from front to back, whatever whatever leg of the journey you're on. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So, and I guess going along with that, uh, if you've heard some, that's basically how this will be. We'll just talk through your study journey from start to finish. So uh, at the time you filled out the little form thing to be on here, you were done with three. Is that still the case? So I'm actually done right now. I passed the CPA uh, back in July of 2022. So nice. Uh, I I thought I did email you. I, sh- I should have if I, if I didn't, but um, to let you know, but Really, okay. a lot of the credit has to go to you, Nate, because, uh, <laughs> you know, in terms of the context and how you simply can 
get the information and I just that's how I can put it just quickly get the information in your head and have that be a, a point of origin and have that be in the back of your head as you're going through the, the chapters and um, each section of the CPA whatever study unit or study uh, material you're using whether it's Glime or Becker um, but I found ever since I added your uh, service that it's just been a great help and quite frankly the reason why I passed Awesome. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Um, so did you, uh, did you have our pro course videos? Kind of sounds like you adopted our whole kind of strategy, like how to study and everything. Did you have yes. the videos that like walk you through each part of the study process? Yes. And I researched it a little bit and saw your okay. options through the email and through all the all the videos on YouTube, uh, you know, as you're maybe watching a video and then you see your commercial. Um, yeah. So I went on and, and just saw all your options and just went with the best one because in, at the point in my CPA journey, I I had just had it and just just wanted to go with the best and, and see what I could do with it. Um, so, and I, and I went through all the videos, went through all the modules and uh, it, it turned out well for me. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to the very beginning then. Like when you very first started studying for the exams, what was it like? Like how long ago was it? Just, yeah, let's start from the beginning. So I started my CPA journey back in the beginning of 2018. And I used Glime as my study provider. Was going through each module, each video. And I thought that's how it was supposed to be. And then, you know, you get through one section and you schedule your test date for two months out and because that's what they recommended. So I'm, I'm, re I'm really just doing what the study provider recommends for me. And I get to the test day and, you know, as you say in the videos, the test is completely what is um, not like the, the studying that you do in your review to an extent. Um, mm -hmm. The study provider can prepare you for... Um, the the most it can, you know, to an extent, and then the tests will just be completely different, especially the simulations. And um, I got a few of test scores back, so I went through regulation, then I also went through audit, and I I was I wasn't passing. Um, I was getting probably you know in the scores of sixty to seventy, and I was really going through my head like, okay, what's what's wrong? Like, what's how how am I not passing these? Uh, is there something wrong? Like, am I not doing something correctly? Am I missing something? And um, that was pretty much all of 2018 and really into 2019 as well. And then, uh, so it was both those years. And I was really taking uh, some a lot of time in between tests. I was working full time. My career was just starting uh, in corporate accounting. I also coached football on the side. So uh, there was a lot, a lot of things going. Um, so with football, I was basically coaching 24-7 right after work in the fall, both of those years. And I got to a point in the end of uh, 2019 going into 2020 in the pandemic year, like, man, am I really going to get this done? Like, what am I doing wrong? And again, halfway through, obviously, the pandemic hit March, we were home. And I really hunkered down and said, man, like this has to be the year I pass because 
I'm home now more and I have more time to study even though I'm working full time you know I'm not really and then that was also the year I quit coaching because I wanted to really focus on the CPA mm -hmm. get it done and I came across your service probably in the summer of 2020 and really looked it over and even before then I had seen your commercials I had seen your advertisements uh, and you know with with kind of some of those with all commercials all advertising you immediately think so the average consumer or a customer looking at it mm -hmm. uh, you know it's too good to be true or is this really gonna work for me and really that was me for the the greater half of 2020 and at the end of 2019 so I could have started your service back in the end of 2019 uh, but I waited six months after the fact and uh, finally uh, caved in and, and, and bought your service with with the pro series and just started working through that um, but to, yeah to answer your initial question here that was my journey up to the point of getting the super fast CPA is it was really just going through the the simulation of the study provider Glime, which I did, uh, and getting my test date. But then also through through all those modules, all that studying, I felt like I still wasn't getting the context that I needed, um, and that could really hone in on my weaknesses and tell me what I was really doing wrong. And that's where super fast CPI, I think, filled in the gaps with that. Okay. Um, so a few questions about that time period. Uh, so you go to work and then you're coaching football. So when did you study? So I usually studied at night. I, I tried to get up in the morning to study, but that was, that was hard in the beginning, um, because I had to be to work early. And that, that of course was when I had to actually be at work. I actually work remote now. I've been remote for about a year and a half. So that's been nice. So I usually studied at night for about two to three hours, I uh, made myself dinner, and then, you know, I usually went to bed around 10 or 11, and then do it all over again. So I did have a pretty routine uh, study habit through, you know, the non-football related months, uh, but once it got to football, it was just like, okay, I, I really don't have time, and unfortunately, back then, I just put the CP on the back burner, back burner and thought I could still pass, and that, when it comes to the actual CPA process that's not the case it's it has yeah. to be a disciplined approach every day you're sitting down and whether you like it or not you just have to do it right yeah that's uh that's a funny uh thing like I think a lot of people find that out the hard way because you know a lot of people kind of go through college even and it's just really not that hard you can kind of show up to class like you do your homework obviously but you, you know, it's just not that hard. But then the CPA exam is just, you, you can't just kind of do this halfway thing because you're intelligent. It's, yeah, it just doesn't work. A lot of people just get wrecked. Um, yeah. With the yeah, CPA exams for sure. Yeah. You, you have to make it your top priority. Anything else that, and the other thing I hated too, um, but that was necessary was just, I don't know how many times I told people to, okay, I'm, I'm busy this weekend. I can't do anything. Like I've said this to you before, like I can't do it. That was the hardest thing ever. And eventually mm -hmm. it got through people's minds like, okay, Mitch has got to just be away and like no one bother him sort of thing. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, and uh, I mean, that kind of sacrifice, that's one thing if it's paying off, if you're passing, but, you know, like for your first two years, if you just kind of keep missing the passing score, that gets really hard because, you know, eventually you start to think, why am I doing this at all if I'm sacrificing nights and weekends and it's not even working, you know? Yeah, and to and to add one more thing to add to uh, that journey. So I had taken regulation regulation twice in that time span, and also audit twice. So in a two year time span, I failed four exams, and for those two I started. Those were important because regulation and audit. I didn't start my career, and nor have I gone into public accounting. So taxes and audit were brand new to me. Um, so I was, I was truly learning it from the ground up. Well, not really cause of some of the class I took in college, but yeah. aside from that, it was, yeah, it was just, you know, learning as I go. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think if you've never worked in audit at all, I think audit could easily be the hardest exam just because it's, I don't know, so much of it sounds the same, but obviously it's not, um, the whole exam worth of questions, a lot of it just sounds so similar anyways. And if you've never worked in audit, it's, uh, yeah. so, okay. So you, when you start studying the first time, the first section and you kind of go through the program, you're doing everything you feel like you're supposed to be with Glime. Um, once you got through and you're close to test day, did it feel like, I have no idea if I'm prepared or were you kind of like, I should pass. I mean, I, I should pass this because I've done everything I was supposed to do. I went through every lesson and was the failing score like a big shock or did you just kind of have this sense of, I'm not sure anything really got in my head over the last few months. The first time I took regulation and audit was I felt like I did everything but I also felt like I didn't do everything because there was still some information to still learn. Regulation and audit have a breadth of information. There, there's so much to know. There's so much to memorize. And for a person that's hasn't had that experience in taxes and audit before, it's just almost going to feel overwhelming if you don't have the right context in place when you're going in the information for the first time and module by module, because the, Whatever study provider you have, I feel like they're not going to explain the the information in detail for you. They're already assuming that you know it based on college and all the credits that you had to get to even sit for the CPA. So for the first two uh, attempts, that's how I felt like. But then the second attempts, since I went back and tried to work through my weak areas based on the the letter that they send you saying, okay, here's your weak areas in order to pass, you know, based on you compared to other candidates who did pass. Um, I felt like that second time I had done everything and I still wasn't passing. So, and that again, was at the end of 2019. So I was really just confused. And, you know, aside from that, I was, you know, again, working full time. So at that point I was just really overwhelmed and, that's when I was like, okay, there's got to be some other way that people are doing to pass. So I have to supplement my study provider with super fast CPA, you know, it, like that all roads led to super fast CPA really. 
Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so about that, um, did you watch our free training or was it like what what made you decide to try our, you know, program or whatever, like add it to what you were doing? Was it you watched the free training and it made a lot of sense or was it more just I'm just going to try this cuz I don't know what else to do type thing? I honestly wanted to try super fast CPA number one, just to try it. And then number two, the way honestly you talk and the way you teach it, um, or the way you were advertising it, 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 you came across as a very calm and just straight to the point person, no gimmicks, nothing, no catch, just here's the information you need to pass. And the biggest thing for me too, was I'm, I think I remember you mentioned when you go in on test day, all you need to do is just pass the, you just need to do enough to pass it. You don't have to know everything, which I was doing for those mm-hmm. two years. And that's what I really uncovered about after I was even just studying for a week with super fast CPA was like, you, you truly don't need to know everything. Um, you don't need to be a professor of this. You just need to do, to do enough yeah. to pass it. And, um, but yeah, like, joining the super fast CPA. Yeah. It was just really, um, how you presented the detail, um, even in the ads. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to try it. It was just kind of a shot in the dark, but it worked. (laughs) Okay. So yeah. So, okay. You, you get our program, you, uh, watch the pro course videos. And then I think obviously the main shift is like, instead of watching every lecture and reading the textbook first you just go straight into the questions was that kind of the biggest difference in study strategy or what what in your mind kind of made the difference from our strategies for you yeah what that honestly was a a big difference just going right into you know planting the seeds first right as as you were mentioning in the in the Mm -hmm. uh, training course uh you know you you go through the notes first you you uh and the multiple choice questions, you get the context, then you go back into the the module, whatever you're doing, or the videos, and then you, as you're watching it or reading it, you have that in the back of your mind, that context, and then you're pointing out as you're reading, okay, that's where this information is, and then what I would do is you're highlighting that information right there, at, or starting it and going back to it after you've done your full review once you get closer to test day. Um, the way I was doing it before was just doing what the program told me to do. You watch the video first, you do some multiple choice, and then you read, uh, or sorry, you do the video, you read, and then you do the multiple choice. And then somehow you remember that as you're going through other modules leading up to test day, and then somehow you're supposed to know all that stuff that you learned a month or two ago uh, two months later, you know, a week before you sit for the test. So your strategy with playing the seeds, going to the multiple choice first to understand what you need to know and how you need to know it through the context really put a light bulb over my head. Like, wow, this is, this is really like easy to learn now (laughs) for one. Um, why didn't I think about this? And like, I should have been doing this all along. I wasted so much time. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the thing is like some of the ideas just seem so obvious, but of course that's not how most people study just cause you, I don't know, you don't know any better. And that's also how college worked for the most part. It's kind of like lecture textbook, 
quizzes, exams, you know. Um, so, uh, so within a week or so, you just it felt like it was immediately easier, or you could tell it was more effective. Yeah, and not only that, but I felt myself being more engaged and willing to sit in a certain location for hours on end. And I'm not a person that can sit still. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. or, you know, being, be in a spot for a long time. Like I have to get up after two or three hours. Whereas after go, doing CPA, super fast CPA for an hour or a, a week or two, I was able to sit there for, you know, gosh, even on the weekend, like a Saturday or Sunday, I could sit there the whole day, uh, mm-hmm. and, and do it like that. That's how much I wanted to get it done and just, uh, have it out of my head. <laughs> right. And I think you, what you're kind of saying also is our approach is very, again, it seems so obvious, but you should never be really sitting there for long, just staring at your computer for longer than like three or five minutes. Like you're always doing something if you're actively studying. So it is a lot easier to stay engaged. And, you know, like the whole thing, when you're busy, time goes by faster. If you're just sitting there trying to, watch this lecture that's super boring and you zone out every three to five minutes. Um, you know, an hour takes a long time and it's just really, really boring. It's not like doing the questions is like exciting or anything, but it's just totally different when you're like actively learning. Yeah. And and the worst thing is just spinning your wheels and having that feeling of just doubt and dread. And then, you know, I would go to work the next morning and just keep thinking about it. Just like, man, I got to get this done. You know, when you get it done and that's, that's part of it too. Like I changed my study habits, not only, um, how I, how long I studied for, but also the time of day. Like I would then study them. I, I did what you recommended, like studying in the morning, getting it done. And that way it's kind of like making your bed. You've already gotten something done for the day and that you can feel good about, um, and that you don't have to worry about. And then my, my even, I mean, I would still study a little bit in the evenings, but not as much as I did. Um, mm-hmm. I would usually probably do like flashcards in the evening just to kind of reiterate a lot of the things I learned or relearned in the morning to uh, solidify that, uh, that uh, comprehension. Yeah. So, right. So it, it just makes, like you just said, it just makes your, uh, when you nail it in the morning and you're more or less kind of done or whether or not you study in the evenings for a little bit, you just feel good about before you even start work for the day, you just feel good about what you've done that morning. And so it just makes your, yeah, it's not weighing on your mind. Like you said, um, we, you go to work, whatever that is. And then you're just kind of dreading it in the back of your mind. Like, okay, even if I have to work till six tonight, I've got to gear up and study for four hours after work. And so you're just dreading that. And you're just kind of, like that makes you tired alone, you know, like just that added stress throughout the day. So it's just right. like a constant mental battle versus just it's in the history books by 8 a.m. Yeah. And that's and that's truly the best feeling that you can have when you're on a, an odyssey like I was. You know, you you go through when it, when it was said and done, I, I went through four years of studying, um, four years of telling people off and you know, not doing anything on the weekend, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I did do some things, but it's just, you know, when you, when you get to that point, it, it's kind of like the point of no return. Like, I got to get this done or else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that is a thing, too. You know, like, I've, I've said that before. Everyone has to get to that point, like, 
mm-hmm. that point where you're like, okay, I am so sick of, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't sound like you were half-assing it or anything. It's just like, I'm so sick of floundering with this. I am going to figure this out and like get this done. Um, yeah. Everyone kind of has to get to that point. So, so after, yeah. So basically three, three or so years until you started this way, what was getting your first passing score like? Oh man, it was, I couldn't believe it at first. You know, you, uh, I do those rituals where, you know, you do, you can, what was in the past? Like people did like the no look thing. Like, uh, mm. they had the little eye icon in NASBA yeah. to, to go look. So I did that. Um, and I had to look at it maybe five or six times. Like, like how, like I, I, I finally <laughs> passed it. And, um, I don't know what I, I forgot what I did afterwards, but I just couldn't believe it because at that, again, at that point it had been almost, uh, two and a half, three years and, um, it felt really good. And then from them, that point yeah. on, you know, I just implemented all the, all the tactics that you, uh, describe and, and super fast CPA and ultimately, you know, it ended good. So, um, but yeah, I, I'll always remember that first passing score. It was, it was something to behold. <laughs> Yeah, and just a big, I mean, you said that, you know, switching to these strategies, you you could immediately kind of tell it was just working better and made the process easier, but obviously that's great. It's like, okay, but am I actually going to pass? And so that first passing score is uh, just a confirmation, right, that like, okay, now I have this down, I can push forward. And then like the motivation, I'm guessing, the motivation just comes a lot easier just because you know, really it's just, I got to do this every day and I'm going to pass. Yes. And my, my score was a 83 on regulation where, you know, Mm. before I was getting sixties to seventies. So it was a huge, huge jump. Um, what about, so you did the two hours in the morning. Did you use our study tools kind of like the mini sessions idea throughout the day? Yeah. So I would, I would go through, you know, the multiple choice, you know, any new detail first, uh, and work through those in the morning and then, you know, and read your notes. And that, that was also commonplace too. Like during the day after that was constantly reading your notes throughout the day. I made binders, um, you know, the, the three hole punch and just, you know, going through them every day, highlighting key points. And then along with that, you know, doing the flashcards, uh, doing the, the mini quizzes. Um, and, and, and I, uh, thought those mini quizzes were so helpful you know they're so simplified, and again we go back to your simplified approach. Here's the here's the information that you need to know. Not to, not necessarily every little detail, um, mm-hmm. especially what Glime was teaching me. Glime tends to give you way more information than you need. Here's <laughs> just the detail you need to pass. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So um, I do like that is true. Glime, they really. I mean, their explanations are really good. But the other, on the other hand, there's like never an easy question on Glime. Like even the most, you know, <laughs> small conceptual single idea type question, they make it pretty complicated. Or, you know, the explanations are always like three or four paragraphs. Um, yeah. So I think our approach works really well with Glime because you just you learn so much from their explanations. But I think it can also be. Uh, it's it's harder than the real exam for sure. Like across the board, their questions are more difficult. But I don't know. It's kind of a 
good and bad type thing. No, I, no, I, I agree with you. Uh, there's, there's no sugarcoating it. Like, there's no shortcuts in Glime. Uh, they give you all the detail and just assume that you're gonna learn everything. And then, you know, they have like, okay, yeah, sure, people pass through their their program, but you know, how many of them truly like grasp everything and uh, mm-hmm. and put that to use in their profession, right? After passing the CPA. <laughs> right. Yeah, and sometimes uh, I'll hear that from someone who's clearly new at the process. Like if they've watched our webinar and they're like, uh, well, this is, it's almost like they have an ethical issue with the, you know, just study the questions, like study to pass. Um, And I would argue basically what you said is like, well, okay, like that's kind of what accounting is. I mean, you come up with some new issue, you just have to find enough information to solve your issue for whether it's for your what what you're doing at your job or for a client mm-hmm. it's not you don't need to go back to school and take a whole class on that the overarching topic you just like this is about finding the information you need that's really what the whole thing is yeah. right yeah exactly yeah your 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 direct contact <laughs> your boss is not going to care really how much detail you provide as long as it gets to the point and because everything's on a time budget these days mm-hmm. so you know the yeah. the lesser the better yeah so um so you mentioned the flashcards so you just did you kind of just do that the way it's explained in the pro course yeah yeah just you know methodically going through it and, and making that a discipline making that religious um and putting it in a way that you know what you're talking about um you know just because there's ways that the study program or whatever you're doing, you know, in books, they explain it a certain way to where they know that they've explained it well to you. Um, so it's important to just make sure you, you put it in words that you know how to to know it um, and do it as simple as possible. That's how you're best going to know it uh, and not really rely on, you know, that study program really. Um, because when it comes to test day, you know, you have such a limited time and, and frankly, you're going to feel a little nervous and a little panicked. And in the back of your mind, you just want those easy mnemonics or however you've written those note cards to, to quickly remember. And so you can jot it down. And because what I did before the test even started, I would, as you get the scratch pad, I would mm-hmm. write down all these formulas and all, everything that I pretty much learned from the flashcards and, and wrote it all down within that time limit before I even started the test. So I had it all there. So I, I tried to think of all these ways, time management wise, that could help me with the test. And that's part of it too, that you teach in the Supervised CPA, like how best can you time manage yourself wisely? Um, because if you, if you take both of those things, making it as simplified as possible and time management, both of those hand in hand, that's pretty much the formula to pass the CPA exam. It really is. Yeah, I was, yes. Um, this is going to end up being in back to back episodes probably, but the, uh, the call I did yesterday, I was kind of explaining that idea, like every segment of the study process. So how you approach and reverse engineer, dissect MCQs. If you're strategic about that, that gives you a lot of advantages. If you, okay, practice Sims the same way how you take things and, you know, capture the understanding with the flashcards. You're nailing it two hours in the morning so you don't have to fight yourself. 
So like the <laughs> two hours you do spend are more effective. So you're like laying, layering all these advantages together. And uh, yeah, what I, what I say in those videos is like every part of the process matters and there's like synergy between all the different strategies and like how you, your daily routine. Um, it makes it like hard to go wrong if you're just doing it all. So, right. Yeah. Right. And like in the middle of all those synergies is like this, the simplicity, make it as simple as possible for yourself. So you're not confused and you're not spinning your wheels. Um, mm -hmm. because again, you, you have limited time in the day you're, you're working. Um, if you have kids, you're, you're, you're tending to your, you know, all of this stuff, it, 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 can, it gets overwhelming if, if you don't make it as simplified as possible. Yeah. Uh, so the football thing, was it one of your kids you're coaching? Was this like peewee or high school or what was it? Uh, it was high school. So uh, okay. I, was a, I was a former kicker and place kicker in college um, at uh, Ferris State University in Big Rapids, Michigan. Um, but this was for my high school, and I was a place kicker there um, in, in high school. So I was a special teams coach uh, for, you know, the kickers and the punters and the long snappers. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, but so I was kind of on my own, you know, in terms of the other coaching staff members. Uh, but it was a, you know, a full time you know, position. I got I got paid pretty good uh, for, for what it was. Um, but it was, you know, two to three hours, uh, you know, and it's or not three hours, but it was it was really two hours. But, you know, that high school was about half an hour, 45 minutes away from where I lived. So, you know, you get done with practice you're driving 45 minutes home you, you don't get home until like almost eight o'clock and then you still have to make yeah. dinner and it just wasn't going to work out uh studying late at night like that and then you have to get up for work at six and do it all over again <laughs> right have you gone back to that now that you're done uh i do eventually uh not yet i actually did um so i we, my wife gave birth to, uh, our, our daughter. Um, so I'm a father now. Congrats. Um, yeah. Yep. So, uh, At, so after you've passed, so after, I've passed. after you passed, awesome. yeah. So she, yeah. so she was born, uh, June 25th, 2022. And then I f actually found out that I passed, uh, my final section, which was BEC, uh, about two weeks later. So oh, what I'm a huge like, relief. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're not kidding. <laughs> um, so she's she's eight months old now. Um, she's doing good. She's almost crawling. But yeah, you know, you, you think about that's another element too. You want to you want to make it as simplified as possible so that you can you know make room and get this done for all the things that are coming in your life. You know, like with kids, with you know a new job or you know getting married or buying a new house. Like you want to enjoy this stuff. Like you. That there was one like the 2018 2019 summers even 2020 uh i was studying nonstop in the summers mm -hmm. and uh i was kind of daydreaming and looking forward to man i can i can't wait to finally have a summer where i just don't have to read a multiple <laughs> choice question or answer a or b yeah. you know or, or go through a simulated exam Ugh. so I, i'm just glad it's finally done <laughs> Yeah, so one thing I'm always curious about, like especially someone with your kind of story where you had a few years where you were putting in a bunch of time, it wasn't working, you know. And so like from your wife's perspective, let's say, she sees you studying all the time. Like you said, you had two summers where you couldn't even do anything. And then you uh, like adopt our approach. 
So, like, from her perspective, it probably didn't seem like you were studying nearly as much as before. Did she ever say, like, how? what's this? I don't know. Did she, did she ever comment on that? Um, yeah. Just the comparison yeah. between the two? Yeah, I mean, cause she was fully invested, as, as was I, you know, and we kind of, you know, bounce conversations off, <clears throat> off one another. And I showed her the binders that I created and showed them, like, okay, here's the service I'm using. Like, this is this is going to help me. And she, she definitely did notice, like, she, number one, she noticed, like, the improvement in my mood. Like, you know, I'm actually getting this information now because usually in the past when I wasn't fully invested and fully getting into the information and, and, and didn't didn't understand the context, I I, I was kind of blown off steam afterwards because mm-hmm. it, it was just frustrating. Um, yeah. So she definitely noticed, like, okay, now he's finally getting it. Like, this, and it's a lot more simplified. Um, and she definitely noticed too, I think it was the second or third, uh, section I passed. I think it was, uh, far and I passed it in, in probably three months. Uh, whereas the other sections, I mean, it took me like a year. Uh, mm-hmm. so she was like, man, this is really working for her, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, I've never passed a section in only three months. Like this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing. So that's probably where it was the most, like just the difference in time. Uh, yeah, and that that was hugely beneficial. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's awesome to hear. It, right, just a lot of uh, a lot of positive things happening versus no no nights and weekends. Your whole summers, you know, you're studying and you're still not passing. You know, it's just it's hard to it's hard to be in a good mood if that's like what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was just it was just tough. Yeah. Um, let's see. So you mentioned the weekend. So you would just try to just go longer, like do what? Four, six hours on the weekends usually. Yeah. So, and I was going to get to that. So during the week I would try to get at least two or three hours in, in the morning. So I'd wake up at 5 AM, uh, before work. And then on the weekends, Saturday and Sunday, I would try to put in gosh, six to seven hours a day. Uh, or even and, and once I got closer to the test date, really try, like reserve the whole weekend and just study the whole weekend, nonstop. Okay. Um, and I it, I think it came to a point where people, some people I told off like were underestimating how long how long I could study for because that just became so routine, like that was just mm-hmm. part of me at that point, um, and I was so used to it. So that once I got to test day, those four hours that you have for the test that was nothing for me. That that went by with like a breeze. I called them like celebration test day because that was your day to like prove yourself and you just get through yeah. it. Because um, that's what we called it in football when I when I uh, kicked in college. You know, you go through practice throughout the week and you know that's your you know hard working time to get through the week so that you can get to game day. Like like that, that's celebration Saturday. That's your day to just celebrate the week, sort of thing. So I just took that mindset from really football and put it into super fast CPA, the CPA study process and just got it done that way. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, and so, okay. I kind of the last, uh, study topic. I really want to ask you who your favorite NFL kicker of all time is, but we'll, I'll save that. Um, uh, anyways, um, last thing, uh, your final review, how long would you leave for that? And, 
did you follow kind of our 48-hour cram session strategy or just what was your final review like? Yeah, I I left it up to at least a week or even two weeks to based on the section. So regulation, I would say regulation and FAR were the two sections that I tried to free up as much time for my final review. So that was the definitely two-week time span just because of the amount of information just the memorization and the concepts and the, and the context that you have to know. And then audit and BEC were just probably one week uh, just because I was more familiar with audit after all the time I had spent with it. And then BEC, um, I did have a lot of that cost accounting experience that is in BEC from corporate accounting. Um, so it's, it's based on, I guess, preference and then also how much experience you have with each section. Uh, that's number one. And then, yeah, I did, I did do the 48-hour cram and thought that worked out really well. Um, and you, you kind of have to do it just in a sweeping motion. Uh, don't really focus too much on a specific topic, even if it's, even if it's your weak area. Just kind of skim everything, go through every topic, do a lot of uh, simulated exams, which I, uh, I took your information that was supplement and applied it to my simulated exams that the, the study provider gives you. Uh, which which really helped too, um, as long as well with the flashcards and then day of uh, doing your flashcards on your on your drive, um, doing the audio notes in the car, and that's one thing I forgot to mention to you throughout mm. this whole process was I I was constantly listening through the the audio notes um, and and following if I if I didn't have my binders with me I was doing that in the car and then at night before I went to bed every night I was doing the binders with you know following along pages wise with the audio in and that okay. really cemented my learning uh yeah so we just released a new study tool in the app that uh that does that because that kept getting mentioned on these interviews people would either read the notes on the phone and play the audios or some version <laughs> of what you just said and uh every person that's done it well yeah so they were being interviewed for this podcast so it means they passed but uh they uh said that they felt like that was probably the best retention thing that they did was reading and listening so anyways just last week we finally got that put in the app we're we i don't know we're calling them the follow along notes so you can just okay. press play and it plays the there's like a highlighter on the word so the text goes and it just does it for you while you're hearing the audio uh, okay. Anyways, now uh, that you're that's, done, that's, you'll never use it. But it just is that <laughs> that idea in one one tool. That, yeah, that's excellent. That's going to be a nice feature. Um, it, and it's funny too when you mentioned in the past, like it's funny how you remember songs like from Taylor Swift or, or you know some other <laughs> big time name, yeah. and mm -hmm. it, that that just made all all the much sense to me too. Like, how can we remember? something that happened 10 years ago like from from a certain song or some tv show but then we can't remember how uh the some a certain formula works like it's crazy yeah yeah just constant repeat exposure um it's how you memorize yeah. songs you're not even interested in memorizing so <laughs> the audios it's not fun to listen to those over and over and over but yeah it's just kind of like the idea of okay you've committed thousands of dollars to this process i mean lots if you consider your college degrees um <laughs> your nights and weekends or time just tons of time so 
you would do you should be willing to do any little thing that gives you an advantage which using your phone you know instead of music for a few months you listen to audio notes or um, instead of scrolling instagram or tiktok read the notes take quizzes (laughs) just just get this over with you know Right. And, you know, to your credit, I, I also have to say that Glime had a very um, intensive audio system, too, where you could follow along in the notes. Just, but as you would expect, highly detailed and structural. Your audio notes were just straight to the point and, you know, no nonsense. And that's what I love, too. Like, your audio notes were even better than, you know, Glime's. So <laughs> just to, to put more, you know, eggs in your basket, like, you know your your system was just you know spot on in my opinion awesome well yeah i'm i love hearing that obviously and uh i mean most of all though i'm glad it worked so what did you or i, I don't know i mean i know what you're going to say but what was it like getting that last score realizing you're finally done after all this time yeah it it felt amazing actually i was in uh yeah i was in my bedroom um and it was, yeah, it was, it was at night and I was just, you know, I, I knew the score was coming out that night. Um, you know, Lydia, my daughter, she had, you know, obviously just been born two weeks ago and it, it was almost poetic. Like I was supposed to be there at that specific time at that specific moment. Um, and I read off the score. I, actually, that's right. I didn't read off the score myself. My wife did. Cause I, I was mm-hmm. just too nervous. It had been so long, you know, I, 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 I didn't think the Odyssey would be done, and she read it off, and uh, said, "Yeah, I said I passed it. You know, I got, a, I had a 79, and I don't, I don't know. Again, uh, I think I cried a little bit, um, and again, it was that night, so I couldn't really do a lot. But at that yeah. moment, I, I wish I was outside running around, you know, doing whatever. Um, you know, it's just one of those feelings that you just truly can't believe, uh, just because it's been so long. It's just been a long journey." Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the sense of relief is just, yeah, I mean, there's nothing like it. It's not like your, I don't know, it's not like your deeply most happiest moment. I mean, close, but the sense of relief for just this huge burden and then <laughs> knowing you'll never have to study CPA again. Yeah, it's just. And that was one of my uh, main points, how you, uh, when you start a super fast CPA, you're supposed to write down all your motivation uh quotes or just Mm -hmm. whatever you want to write um to pass it and you know one of my uh quotes was you know i i just want to pass this to improve my future family situation one day um you know to be in a better spot than i am now um and just put this behind me just to say that i did it you know i i put all my effort into something and i didn't quit and i got through it and um yeah, I just remembered that, and it just came full circle at that moment. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, I'm happy for you. And uh, uh, let's. So, last question I always ask: What, even if it's stuff we already talked about, what would be your three biggest tips to, you know, someone in your shoes two years ago who's still just kind of struggling trying to figure out an effective process? I would figure out first off. Um, you know, whether you want to continue and, and keep putting in the effort, because I definitely felt that at one point, you know, is, is this truly number one, what I want to do and do I want to keep going with this? So find that inner motivation. 
Um, number two is, you know, find a di if, if, if the current system that you're working with uh, isn't working to your standard or if you think there's something better, don't feel, don't be afraid to, yeah, reach out to Superfast CPA um, and, and try it out and, and see if it works for you. There's, there's, there's no, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You know, if, if it doesn't work out, then you're back in your, your old uh, way of studying and the old process. Um, so see if it works. And, and, and then just third is just like, once you have super fast CPA or I mean, any other service supplemental wise, you know, see if it works, see if it um, helps you to achieve, you know, just that first passing score, especially in my shoes where I truly, you know, hadn't gotten anything past in two years. I mean, that's highly uh, detrimental to just your motivation and, you yeah. know, just your successfulness, you know, later on in, in life. Um, and then, you know, finally, just, you know, don't give up. Uh, just just keep working at it. Uh, because eventually, if you if you truly do work hard enough, work does pay off, or hard work does pay off. Uh, I had numerous examples of that uh, growing up from, you know, seeing that from other people. You know, in my uh, football career too, um, you know, I, I was injured one year in my in my college career and I missed a number of games um, because of it. And it, it was hard, uh, but I had to get through it. I had to go through, you know, kind of physical therapy and all that good stuff. And, um, you know, I, I transferred that on to, you know, other things like right now with, you know, studying and everything else. I actually, too, um, have applied this to uh, the CMA exam. So I actually got through uh, the second part of the CMA exam uh, just recently this past Monday, um, and I did pass the first part back in October, and I started the program uh, back in, uh, actually right after I passed the CPA, because I thought, like, all this information is still in my head. Why not? You know, let's, let's get through this. And frankly, I applied all the principles and training and all the details you go through in your uh, program to the CMA process. And I did it, you know, exactly. Like I went through the multiple choice first and just did all that. And it works on the CMA as well. So anybody that does the CMA too, it, it works there. <laughs> That's awesome. We should try to, I get asked that a lot. Do you have like this, the study tools for the CMA? And I mean, we don't, but I should, I don't know how many people take it or if it would be like, anyways, I should look into that. Um, yeah, just having the same set of study tools just for the, how many exams are there on that? Is it two? Uh, it's just two. So yeah. oh my gosh, it's, you know, not to put the CMA down, but like when you just come <laughs> off the CPA in four sections after four years, it's nothing <laughs> compared to the CPA. <laughs> and so you're, you're already done with that as well. You've since the CPA, you've already finished that as well. So I'm waiting on the, my score for the second part. So that comes out awesome. in uh, six weeks. So I'll know, I'll know my result in April, uh, midway. Okay. So I'm hoping that I pass that. And just after that, I'm going to be, I'm going to be all done. Like yeah. for, a, for a while, um, it'll, it'll be done. Um, so, so I guess I forgot to ask, did you go, uh, did you go four for four after you, you know, switched over and started studying this way? I, the only one I didn't go for, didn't pass in the first is uh, far, but I passed on the second attempt, nice. but so almost, um, yeah. so yeah, it was again, just a, a testament to your, your, uh, your course and 
you know, just trying it out and seeing if it works. And uh, it's not, it's not something that should be missed. You know, if you're going on, like for me, uh, it was like I was just watching YouTube videos, and I found, you know, your yours was a commercial. It, it, it just must have found me. You know how like weird algorithms in the oh, yeah. in the video. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it just found me, and um, that was after like the tenth attempt, and I was like, might as well try it. Like I've skipped over you well enough. You know, I'm, I'm just gonna go all in, sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, so I guess that leads us to the just, yeah, again, congrats on being done. I'm glad you found us. I'm glad it made a difference. And, uh, yeah, just congrats. Thank you. Yeah, and, again, thank you for uh, providing that program and uh, being that help to people who are truly lost. You know, like they wander the desert and are, are wondering, like, what's what's going on? Like, what's wrong with the way I'm, I'm approaching things like I even for someone uh, that might have done really well in college and high school uh, in accounting and um, you know they, they get to the real world they get to you know actually working full-time there's a lot of things that college that doesn't teach you uh, mm -hmm. once you're once you're working professionally you know it's it's all on you to get things done and to time manage effectively um, so any help that is you know out there try it out we have uh, all the resources, all the resources that we could possibly ever need in this in this life right now, with the internet and just um, everything available. So just don't don't doubt it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's um, I've mentioned this a few times, but like you know, running this business, there's all kinds of things I've had to learn, and it's just it's amazing how I think a lot of people, like you said, you see a YouTube video for some course, and of course, there's a lot of scams like how to make money youtube videos you see but uh just courses like if i need to know how to do something like how do i set up a web server or all these different things i need to know how to do you f you can find somebody who has a course who's done what you need to know how to do and in a couple hours it's just like months of stuff that would have taken you trial and error you just go past all that just by okay this person did what i'm trying to do and they did, you know, they have all their experience, however long it took them. It's just the biggest shortcut. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I buy courses all the time on all kinds right. of stuff because it's just such a it's like the best hack there is. Like someone's done something you want to know how to do. Don't spend two years on trial and error. Like in two yeah. hours, you watch somebody's course and you get all the secrets, you know. Yeah, and, and and like the worst thing you can do is just quit and then realize, oh wow, like Nate could have helped me pass <laughs> in just a matter of like a year or even less. Like that's really all it, it all it takes. That's that easy. <laughs> yes, and it right. That's the thing is like it has nothing to do with like it's hard to not take it personal if you're studying forever and you keep failing. But like in your example, I mean, basically every example we've had on the podcast. Really, it's just you were just shifting how you spent time studying, and then it just makes all the difference. It's you still, mm -hmm. your same IQ, you know, and so it had nothing to do with that. It was all about your strategy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and just, yeah, just tweaking a few things, uh, not really inventing, reinventing the wheel, but just maybe more efficiently getting it to roll better, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> yep. Well, uh, yeah, so I don't want to take up much more of your time, uh, but I, the, being, being a kicker, 
Are there any? Uh, who's your favorite NFL kicker? It's got to be Adam Vinatieri, uh, hands down. Okay. I grew up with uh, Adam Vinatieri. You know, in the Super Bowls, the the two Super Bowls he won at a last second yep. field goal, mm-hmm. and just the type of person he is. He's. It seems like he's a pretty low key, confident guy who's pretty humble and uh, just kind of takes it with a grain of salt. Uh, you know, every game he was in. Um, and just wins it for the team, but and you know he said he had a lucrative career, you know, with the Patriots and then the Colts. Uh, my wife's a huge Colts fan, so it was funny, you know. Uh, she would always kind of joke around with me like, "Mitch, it's your guy," you know, he's coming out there for a fifty-yard field goal sort of thing. Um, and it's actually funny too at, at our wedding. You know how you can do like the the video, you can pay someone to do a video for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my uh, my in laws uh, paid for Adam Vinatieri to do a video uh, to to talk about you know oh Mitch you know I heard you you were a kicker in college sort of thing and um, so That's it, it awesome. was really cool yeah so um, but you know I have a number of kickers that you know I I looked up to I you know I played soccer all my life kind of growing up until high school and then I switched to you know trying out football kicking. Uh, and that, you know, that turned into a scholarship and, you know, kind of the rest is history. And I just, but I didn't like it early on. I grew into it. Um, and, uh, it, it's definitely worked out. So it's taught me a lot, you yeah, know, it's, that's cool. uh, just again, a lot of, a lot of that I took from sports to what I do now. It's kind of, again, come full circle. So did you have any, uh, in college, like, did you have any games that came down to you like one kick? In high school, I did. In college, uh, no. However, in college, there was one game at the very end of the season that you know, it it that game was riding on whether we were going to outright win conference or not, and like have a good standing in the playoffs for Division Two. Um, but yeah, there was one game in high school where I went out and you know nailed a 45-yard field goal that went to. Uh, wow. I think it, it was yeah to win the game and. Uh, in high school, that's big. That's a big kick in high school. Yeah, you know, and and back then, not so not so much now because you got more uh, programs for football kickers to to get mm-hmm. more notice, to get more scholarships in college. Back then, it was kind of like, wow, like you're you're a good kicker in high school. Like, where did you come from, sort of thing. And yeah. uh, you know, I just took what soccer gave me, you know, with a gift of uh, kicking, and then just converted that to to football. And the coaches loved it, so. <laughs> Yeah, I, was, I mean, in high school, we, no one even did that. No one even attempted a field goal, like an extra point. It was... Uh, right. We actually, my senior <laughs> year, we had a German exchange student, and uh, okay. he was, you know, a big soccer player. And so he could kick the football, but, like, very little control. But there were a few blowout games where the coach put him in to, like, kick a field goal on a fourth down and... Anyways, but other than that, like all the previous years, no one even tried it in high school, from what I remember. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I remember when actually kicking a field goal was actually two points instead of one point, mm. like for extra points. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so weird times those were back then, and I'm just glad that it's it's now becoming more like the kicker is getting more respect now. Maybe not so much as a kicker would want, but getting more of that. So. Yeah. Well, it is crazy. I mean, like I think about that and about football in general, the whole game is, you know, passing, running the ball, 
And then, like, so many games, especially the NFL, I mean, it's so common because it's so close. There's so much parity. Um, comes down to a kick. And, uh, yeah, it's a, I don't know. Like, it's a, it matters a lot. It's so many games yeah. come down to the kicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ice in the veins. I can't imagine what's running through those guys' heads. But, you know, then again, they've ran through those scenarios so many times in their heads at that level with the money they're making that it's mm-hmm. pretty commonplace. They just they just go out there and do it. <laughs> they don't yep. think about it. All right. Well, like I said, I don't want to take up your whole day, but I appreciate you doing the call. Um... So that was the interview with Mitch. He had a ton of good info and tips and strategies and insights to share. So if you found this episode helpful, please take a second to find the podcast in whichever podcast service you use, leave a rating and a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button, leave a comment below about one takeaway or tip you got from Mitch's interview. And most of all, take a second to share these interviews in general with someone you know who's also working on their CPA exams because these interviews, hearing person after person, the mistakes they made, what they figured out, what finally worked, All collectively, these are the most helpful resource available anywhere for someone trying to figure out how to study effectively for their CPA exams. So thanks for watching or listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.